Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I L read the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. How are you, Duncan? Good. Boppin'. Boppin'. I feel like, you know, a new intro should be where I read the sequel to the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. It's really a more appropriate All right. opening. Alright, start over. Alright. Hello and welcome back to my first fanfiction, the podcast where I L read the sequel to the second fanfiction that I ever wrote. And Duncan is still bopping. Thank I'm you for bopping. thank you for bopping along. Oh yeah. And hello, we're back again for episode two, two of Pain Without Love. I've actually uh, recently uh, I don't remember what the reason was. I think I actually showed Duncan the song Pain by Three Days Grace recently, which led me down like a YouTube rabbit hole because Miss Murder by AFI, which inspired my username. Uh, was there and I was like bopping to it right before we started the show I was like man this still hits <laughs> like I was like this this still a certified banger it was a uh, quite enjoyable but pain is definitely way more intense than I than I remembered it being which was interesting I uh, knew the song oh you did yeah when you showed it to me I possibly... pain or you knew miss murder I knew the song you showed me I showed you two songs. I showed you Miss Murder and Pain. Oh, Miss Murder, I guess. Miss Murder, you recognize? It was on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Which was, we were discussing how it was on Guitar Hero, which that is how I found it. That might be the reason it. that I know it. So if you played Guitar Hero 3, you probably know this song. If I famously played Guitar Hero 3 with no guitar, mm-hmm. I could only... Wild. For, yeah, for some reason, um, I think I had to pay for it myself or something with my allowance, so I couldn't afford to get the game with the guitar. <laughs> I could only afford to get the game. You just sat there tapping out the notes on your Wiimote. No, like... not my Wiimote. I had a PlayStation. Of course. Yeah, of I played course. it. On, I played on the PlayStation. A so I did it on the controller. I eventually did get the guitar. Yeah. But it was like a year. Like I had beaten the game already. Like it was like a year later. I had played all the songs, and it was weird to adjust to playing it on the actual guitar. Like it was very strange. Mm-hmm. So. It took a while, but I did, I did eventually, it was very hard to buy the guitar separate, I think, was why it took so long, <laughs> was to both raise the money to just get the guitar <laughs> and find a place where I could purchase just the guitar, because I was in a very strange position, <laughs> having only played the game. But um, I'm very nimble with a PlayStation controller now, and I had a great time, I thought. I was really, I really enjoyed the game regardless. <laughs> what was, Tokyo Hotel was in one of those games. I think it might have been Rock Band mm-hmm. that they were in. And I was upset that I couldn't get that one because Rock Band was only on like some other platform, maybe. Really? Yeah, I feel like there were, there was something, there was some reason I couldn't get Rock Band. Maybe it required for you to have the guitar and that was what stopped me. That's, I, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. There was some reason that I could not get Rock Band. It might have just been that I had to pay for it with my own allowance and I had run out of allowance buying just the CD of Guitar Hero 3. <laughs> So I was not a guitar hero. I was a controller hero for a year. And then I became the guitar hero. The guitars themselves are controllers. They're not yes. real guitars. No. But it's even worse on the controller. I had a good time, though. You never had to hit the purple, the orange button, the hard one. It, like, almost never came up. Well, that's because you were playing on easy mode. No, I played on hard mode. You must have been playing on medium. No, I played on, I made, like, the whole point was that I made it to hard mode. I think I never, I think in expert mode was when they started giving you the, it, it was the X button. So it was like L1 and L2, R1 and R2. Right. And then the fifth one was the X button. Yeah, but I, listen, I've played Guitar Hero 3 a lot. Mm-hmm. 
and I simply disagree with you. The orange button is is used all the time. Constantly. Yeah, but not. I think not when you're playing on the controller. No, the charts are going to be exactly hmm. the same. I don't know. I don't remember ever playing it with. Because I feel like I did make it to hard mode. You were not playing on hard mode. How dare you say I'd this sim- to my listen, young self? Listen, I How know. How dare you? This is, I hate to say this to all the listeners to reveal this about you, <laughs> but you love to play video games on easy mode. I do. I have no shame in that. I enjoy the story, but there's no story in Guitar Hero. And yet, it seems obvious to me that you were playing it on the easy mode. We're going to look into this. We're going to have to look into this. I don't know. We're going to have to look at the gameplay for some of the songs on hard. Because I feel like there was a point where I got so good at the game that I was able to play it on hard. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. But what I don't believe is that there were any charts where there was very little use of the orange button on hard mode. Hmm. I'll have to look into this. I'll have to look into this. Because isn't there a thing at the beginning that's it said, like, do you have a guitar? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to look into this. But all that said, I played Guitar Hero weird. Another thing that we realized, this is a long intro for no reason. We just realized a lot of things recently about me when I was at this era of age was that uh, every time I discovered a band like AFI and the song Miss Murder or Pain by Three Days Grace, I had to double check that they weren't satanic first (laughs) because nothing scared me more as a young, like, 12-year-old child than worshipping the devil. (laughs) So I had to go out of my way to, like, Google, like, Miss Murder, AFI, Satan, like, question mark, (laughs) to make sure that I was allowed to listen to them because I was worried I'd get in trouble if I was listening to a satanic band. Um, and as far as I know, uh, none of them were satanic bands, at least not openly. Not a lot of satanic bands these days. I think that was more more of an 80s thing. Oh. This was in the early aughts? I don't know. I guess I was concerned, but it never, I never actually ended up happening. I never, as far as I know, encountered any bands that, uh practice satanism which i don't really care about anymore but like (laughs) as a child it was very important to me that i was not streaming the devil's music it's so what it's so so foreign (laughs) to me it's not something that i ever being worried about the devil (laughs) yeah it's just it was not part of my experience the movie the exorcism of emily rose came out around that time and as someone whose first name begins with an e and last name is rose i was very worried about the devil coming for me I was very into exorcisms as a child, too, which is interesting for someone who was avoiding the devil's music so much. I was like, hmm, but what if I get possessed? What will I do then? Really, you were worried about it. No, I was into it. I was like, that's fascinating. You, I used to read books. You would books. enjoy to be have an exorcism. I didn't want to be exercised. You wanted to witness an exorcism. Yeah, I, wanna, I was like, what's going on over there? Like, that kind of thing. I would read books on exorcism. Why my parents let me do that, I don't know. But it was interesting. What are you looking at? There's just a wonderful cloud outside. It's kind oh. of drifting, I thought drifting you were across my field of view. The, the Your eye line, I was like, it's not a squirrel. Like, you were <laughs> looking up too high. I was like, that's not a good squirrel. We haven't seen our friend Juice in a while. Mm, it's not Juice season, but it's coming it's up. It's not Juice. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? We found out it's like when squirrels are like expelling their heat. Right. Yeah. So summer's coming back up. We will see if we see Juice again. I will. Yeah, we will keep an eye out for Juice. I will say we got some birds going like absolutely ape shit in our in the bedroom. Like there are these birds that just love to go to town on the like air conditioner. They go there and they fight. 
I don't know why, but every morning I'm woken up to the sounds of birds just like going at it. Like not sexually, like they, they're mad at each other. They're just like, fuck you. Like over our air conditioner every day. I don't know why. I think one of them has done something to the air conditioner. Maybe there's a little nest out there. I think there is a little nest out there and they're just pissed. Like they're having some kind of turf war out there. Uh-huh. We're having like the West Side Story of birds <laughs> outside of our window. But you get the peaceful critter. You get, you know, a squirrel hanging out. But I get the violent birds. Yeah, what about if they sang the songs from West Side Story in, in Little Whistles? That'd be interesting. I'll keep an eye out to see if these are uh, musically inclined birds. But that's <laughs> that's enough of a... That's... <laughs> Just do the, do, do. You were doing it. You were doing it. A, a kind of. Not a great whistle. Yeah, that was not great. I'm it was sorry. It was a terrible whistle. Yeah. Well, but, you know, it's probably good whistling on Mike. I guess we'll see. It's not good to listen to. It's shrill. <laughs> Sorry. But that's enough of uh, all of these miscellaneous things. And now we can get into the content of the chapter. Duncan is like falling out of his chair to look at this clock. I'm, it's it's almost out of my view. I'm shift, <laughs> shifting so I can keep it in All right. In so sight. while Duncan's looking at the cloud, I can recap you on the previous chapter, which was the first chapter of the sequel, Pain Without Love, which is a sequel to Kisses of Regret. Uh, Julia and Bill are finally leaving this one hotel town when they are going to Germany, which means that we are now going to meet Bill and Tom's parents. As we all know, Julia is pregnant, so I'm assuming they will tell them about the baby when they are there. And for some reason, Tyva has decided she does not want to come. She was very defensive about it. Right. We don't know why. That was kind of the cliffhanger there, but they are now on their way to Germany, and we shall see what happens. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous chapter. There are chapter summaries. I was wrong. There are indeed chapter summaries. I'm sorry, everyone. The first one was a trip to Germany. My bad. And this one is my future house. Presumptuous. Yes. I guess we will find out. Her new house, I guess, will be in Germany. It'll be her first house because her current home is a hotel. hotel America, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Let's get on into it. Our car slowly pulled up to the chocolate brown house. Wow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Chocolate brown wow. house. Wow. just took off his glasses in reverence. I'm just overwhelmed. <laughs> That's like, you know that tweet that everyone roasted during uh, WandaVision that was like every screenwriter just let out a reverent fuck? This <laughs> is that line. Our car slowly pulled up to the chocolate brown house and like every author around the world is like, oh my God. What is, what is grief if not love persevering? That one. There you go. It's a good line. Our car slowly pulled up to the chocolate brown house. Also a good line. Probably both equally good. <laughs> equally good. Absolutely. Bill took my hand and we slowly stepped out of the car. This is a very minor detail, but I like slowly stepped out of the car. That is an unusual <laughs> like, way to step out of the yes, car. Yes, it is very unusual to slowly get out of a car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a spooky image. It's very, I'm like seeing them moving in slow motion to get out of the car. What if they car. had very long legs? Yeah, <laughs> like little spiders. Yeah. Well, Bill and Tom took our suitcases. I wow. Took yeah. Little bellboys. There you go. Better service than at the hotel, I'll tell you that. I took a better look at the house. There were little rows of flowers on the walkway to the front door. Each flower in a perfect pattern. What does that mean? Each flower, are the flowers in the boxes like in a pattern? I suppose. I guess so. Yeah, it is very unclear. Yeah. It sounds more like each flower. Is in a perfect pattern. Is, yeah. Like it, it is, it, it is it itself, itself in a, a pattern. A pa- yeah. Yeah. Like every, yeah, it's strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no good. No. 
The grass was cut perfectly, even... The grass was cut perfectly even, and there was a huge oak tree giving shade to the small house. Wow. Wow, look at this. This is like a freaking Peter Rabbit story or something. It generously grants its shade. Yeah. This is so quaint. You remember the fairy giving tale. tree? I do remember the giving tree. Tree gives shade. This tree, that's the, this is the giving tree. This is the, I hope not. <laughs> I saw a swing set in the corner, which Bill and Tom must have played with when they were little. This house looked like just... This house looked just like the one in my dreams. We didn't what hear dreams? about these yeah, dreams. Yeah, what dreams do you speak of? <laughs> the one were my family would stay and I'd play in the backyard. Which I'm assuming is supposed to be where? See, you know, we're breaking into it. The police are coming now for Julia. <laughs> Sorry, the dream's over. This was the house I've always wanted. Huh. Well, how convenient that she's here now. That's nice. Yeah. Jouvetti, Julia? Yeah. She's got such a way with words. <laughs> this is the house of my dreams. I don't know if I can ever yeah. be prepared for this. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> okay. We went up the walkway and rung the doorbell. A middle-aged woman with curly blonde hair opened the door. So this is Bill and Tom's mother, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, yeah. I do think once upon a time I did have a voice, a voice for, for her. her. Yeah, she. I'm pretty sure she was in Forgotten Memories, so. Bill, Tom, it's so great to see you again. What an odd choice you made. What do you think about this voice? I don't know. You think it's good? Um, I'm going to go to read the next line. She flung her arms around them and they hugged her. I felt left out as she gave each of them a kiss on the cheek. God, why is she just like, how dare they embrace their mother? Yeesh. Yeah. Oh, and who is this? She, oh my God, you sound a little bit like Jennifer Coolidge, um, the woman who, uh, I don't know how, I, if you would know who she is. She's the woman in Legally Blonde who like, okay, yeah, now I'm, I'm going to name a bunch of movies you haven't seen. I've seen Legally Blonde. Yeah. She's the one who's like, oh, it's so moist. And like when she's talking about cookies. Uh-huh. Yeah. You sound like her. Yeah. I don't love the voice. <laughs> it's a little South Parky. That's one way to describe it. I mean, play with it. See how you feel. Okay. Mom, this is my girlfriend, Julia. Hi. <laughs> That's... <laughs> like I said, she has such a way with words. <laughs> She's so well-spoken. Well, aren't you the cutest little thing? Oh, my God! It's getting worse. <laughs> you sound like you're going to, like, invite me into your candy home and eat me. Would you care for some gingerbread? <laughs> <laughs> well, the house is chocolate brown. It is a candy house. Mm. <laughs> she hugged me next. I didn't really know what to do, so I hugged back. Gee, what a foreign thing to do. Honestly, I vibe with that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> it was odd hugging someone else's mother. I just wish I could have known what it was like to hug your mother. You, the reader, <laughs> looking, pointing out. <laughs> Where she was like, no, it's like, no, your mother. <laughs> Come in! You guys must be tired after that long flight. She beckoned for us to come in and we stepped into the house. She led us into the living room where a man was sitting on the couch reading the newspaper. Ooh. Wow, okay. In German. I'm sure. Before she got here, Bill told me his parents' names were Simone and Gordon, so I knew who everyone was already. Did I say the man's name was Gordon? Did I make that up? I, I knew her name was Simone, but... Oh, uh, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Gordon! Bill and Tom are here! Oh, now you get to do Gordon as well. Well, you guys are early. Okay, well, we'll take it. <laughs> Different voice. You're great. How's that? <laughs> Much better. Yeah. Gordon walked up to Bill and Tom and hugged them. Then he looked at me. And who might you be? That's Julia, Bill's girlfriend. Oh, nice to meet you, Julia. Nice to meet you, too. That's the most she said in, like, nine chapters, I think. Yeah, it was a good sentence. Very well done, Julia. Use your words. (laughs) (laughs) He smiled and shook my hand. After a few minutes of getting to know each other, Simone showed us to our rooms. Since they didn't have a guest room, I stayed with Bill. Oh, how scandalous. Wait till they find out she's Greg then. (laughs) (laughs) Bill carried our bags to his room. His room. His room. His room was plain and had a few posters of Nana, I guess that's an artist that I enjoyed as a child, and Green Day on the walls. Green Day checks out. Yeah, Green Day checks out. I don't know who Nana is. Google. That is the Spanish word for, like, a Spanish word for, like, a small child. National Emergency Number Association. No. No, it's German singer-songwriter. Oh, there you go. It must be someone... Gabriel Suzanne Kerner, better known as Nena, is a German singer and songwriter. It must be that he once mentioned that he likes her. the singer of 99 Luftballoons. Nena. 99 Luft... (laughs) What? We've talked about this song on the podcast before. Okay, I'm sorry. (laughs) Can't believe you don't know the famous uh, song about balloons. He must have... uh... Uh, mentioned in an interview that he likes her and I got that from somewhere. <laughs> that must be it. Mm-hmm. I walked over to his desk and looked out the window next to it. I got a perfect view of the rest of the block. So, do you like my room? I was going to say he sounds like a 13-year-old boy, but I was like, actually... <laughs> what are you going to say? He is like 18 years old. That's <laughs> true. Like, he might, baby. He is a small child. I was like, he is technically like a like almost a teenager. Mm. You have a pretty view. Uh, thanks. I I guess I never noticed it. You can see all the other houses. She's fascinated by the concept of windows. (laughs) (laughs) What is this mysterious technology? (laughs) What is this? It's as if I can pass right through it, but there's some sort of barrier. (laughs) She hits her head. She's trying to go through it. (laughs) Like a a bird. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Um, interesting. Even Bill is sick of her bullshit. He's like... (laughs) He's like, come now. He's like, we should uh, break up. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. Bill stood next to me and I pointed at one of the houses. I like that one. <laughs> this is strange. <laughs> She's acting like a child. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that one? Because it looks like my dream house. I thought this house looked like her dream house. Every house is her dream <laughs> house. Any, any home. Any home, yes. She sees a Starbucks. She's like, that's my dream that's house. That's my dream house. <laughs> it has windows. She sees the Wells Fargo headquarters in the financial <laughs> district. That's my, my dream, dream house. <laughs> hey, who knows? Maybe that will be your house. Really? Maybe. I smiled and hugged him. Oh, okay. Wanna get a closer look at it? Okay. He took me by hand and we went down to the street where the house was. Nobody lived in it since there was a for sale sign on the front lawn. Hmm, ah, convenient. Okay. I stepped up to the lawn and looked through the window. It was even better on the inside. I mean, surely it is empty, but okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I stepped back and closed my eyes. I could see it now. No, you can't see it. Your eyes are closed. <laughs> yeah, she got aphantasia, just like me. 
Me and Bill and our little baby living in this house. All our neighbors would be jealous because of how perfect we look together. Ah, uh, we love Julia. Uh, <laughs> a normal a reaction normal, to a normal thought. Yes, completely rational. I opened my eyes again and a man had stopped in front of the house. Uh-oh. Okay, yeah, there's a type. Well, okay. This is not a typo. No, oh, there, no is, there, is there is a, typo. a typo. There is a typo. There's also a number two here, yeah. which is fine, I guess. How dare she use the number two? It's appropriate, right? Yes. It's in replace of T. It's in the place of T-W-O. Yes. You two do know this house is empty, right? Yes. <laughs> so why are you just standing there? Because I'm looking at my future house. Who's this, that, who's this guy? This is just a loose man. Who's this man? I opened my like, eyes. Yeah, she just said, I opened my eyes and a man had stopped in front of the this house. This is actually the most appropriate house to be yes. stopped in front of, right? Yes. If it was not an empty house, I would be like, don't Well, not only there. that, she like said she stepped up onto the lawn. like So they're not even on the sidewalk anymore. He had to like walk in front of them. She's clearly peeping at the house as yeah. if to say, oh, it's I would for like sale. to purchase I'd, it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This man is nosy. It's just like... What are you doing? What you doing, you idiot? Now that's funny. You said he was nosy because, um, in my head, he's got a big old giant nose. Fair. <laughs> that is actually the end of the chapter. That mm. is a an odd place to end it. I'm guessing they're gonna buy this house, but I do like. What if he's the realtor? <laughs> he's just going off on them. He's like, "What are you looking at this house for? <laughs> <laughs> you can't afford this house." Yeah, he's like, "Shoo, shoo, shoo. that house isn't for sale. That says for sale." <laughs> Uh, but it's Italian. It's Italian. Prasale. It means occupied. <laughs> <laughs> what a strange thing that he's like, because she's like, everyone's gonna envy me, and all that's happened so far is that they've been like, why are you standing in the middle of the street? <laughs> <laughs> she's making a great first impression on the neighborhood. But listen, I'm glad that we're just not in that one hotel town anymore. It was very exciting. Um, and I'm excited to see Julia use more of her words. Mm-hmm. I would like to see. In one chapter for her to use a total of more than 20 words. Okay. I don't think this has happened yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we'd have to count. Of dialogue. I think it's easy to tell here that she has not. No. Yeah. No. But I believe in her. She might have done it in like the abortion scene because she had to ask for an immediate abortion. Yeah. That used a couple of her words. But she hasn't used many though. So I'm not I'm not sure. I do think it's funny. Um, so something that... <laughs> um, one thing that I always kept in mind, like, throughout my whole life was dialogue. Um, I don't know why. I guess because of this this story. Not sure what about this story. But uh, I always kept it in my head that I was like, I need to be-, be better at dialogue. And my dad one time told me he had read my thesis, which was part of a book. And he had never read anything else. <laughs> like, And so when he found out I was writing a book, like like the book that is now going to be my book, um, when he found out about it, that I was like actively writing it in like November of 2020, he was like, you need to get better at dialogue. <laughs> he just unprompted, like had not read this book. He was like, you need to get better at dialogue. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, that's your big problem. You're always not very good at dialogue. So I was very like careful with this book that I was like with my current book that I was like, okay, I need to be really good at the dialogue to prove everyone wrong. And I highlighted in uh, this letter that I, my edit letter that I received from my agent after we signed that said, 
Uh, you write like something that was like your dialogue is excellent and I remember sending it to my dad be like my dialogue <laughs> is excellent <laughs> and uh, I feel like if anything um, if there's anything that I can use to promote this book it's to say that the dialogue got better and everything else is just as on par as what the rest of this book is but the dialogue is better <laughs> that's the only thing that is improved <laughs> so there are well more than 20 words mm -hmm. that Julia spoke in this chat. In this really? Chapter. Yeah, I okay. went, I went back I, be, I have to up it up. Maybe I... Okay, so 20 words is really not that many. I need to... I need to up it to something like, I don't know, 100? That's too much for her, though. That's a lot. That's a lot. And there was but, you know, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Okay. Okay, so we'll say 100... She has to say 100 words. Well, that's... It's never gonna happen. No. Most of the chapters are, like, 200 words. <laughs> so, her internal monologue is fine. It's just what... She needs to speak 100 words. Uh, why are you putting so much pressure on her to speak? I don't know. Because she's supposed to be this, like, character that is so universally beloved. Like, you know, Simone immediately loves her. Bill loves her. He's like, I'm so charmed by your wit. I mean, Bill likes her, but what's a, uh, what's a Cleo, is it? Simone. Her, her, no, no, Cleo her hates enemy. her. Cleo, Cleo is, hates her. Cleo hates her. That's true. But Tyva's like, you're great. Tyva um, doesn't like her. She was so mad she didn't go to Germany. That's unrelated, though. Is I it? think, and we don't know why Tyba didn't want to go. She just said she didn't want to go. She was busy doing. Everyone Tyba usually things. calls her street rat. Not everybody. That is, remember a hyper specific thing that no one really calls her except Cleo. I I don't buy that she is popular. I don't think she's popular. I think that she is charismatic. She's portrayed as charismatic in the same way that Elle from Forgotten Memories was like this character that everyone loved, like everyone who met her loved her, except for like her enemies. You know, like the mafia. <laughs> right. It was the same thing where I... But I think that Elle at least had more... I'm not just saying that because we have the same name. But I feel like Elle actually like had more of a personality than Julia does. Julia feels a little bit like a wet blanket. Like she doesn't actually say anything. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about her other than that she is homeless and can't read. <laughs> like that's all I know about her. You don't get a... What is it? Voice. Uh, not literal voice. Like, But you don't have a sense of voice in her dialogue. That is a certain thing that is impossible to describe in writing is, oh, does the character have voice? Mm, that mm. je ne sais quoi. That is what I was going to say, yes. Mm. That je ne sais quoi of voice. She doesn't have that. I don't know who she is. And I now we're getting the sequel. <laughs> I still don't know who she is. So, meh. I'd like to see her develop more as a character. But anyway, I think in the next chapter they're going to buy this house. Mm -hmm. And they will tell Simone and Gordon Ramsay... That uh, they're pregnant, and Gordon will say uh, that the baby is raw. Uh, okay, <laughs> sorry. It took me a long time to process what you just said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the baby will be raw. The baby is raw. In the sense that, I mean... It's not cooked. <laughs> it's not cooked yet. In precisely yeah. that sense. Yeah, it's not cooked. <laughs> right. I thought it was very obvious. Okay. <laughs> you like my child. Yeah, Thank sorry. You. I was just, I was very unprepared for it. <laughs> the baby's not good. I think there's going to be a, like a dead body in the basement. Ooh, I like that. Ooh, I hope that, that goes that direction. Uh -huh. That's fun. Yeah. All right. Very good prediction there. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at MyFirstFanPod. You can follow us on Instagram at FirstFanFictionPodcast. And you can email me at MyFirstFanFiction at gmail.com. I've yet to think of a sign-off for this, unfortunately. Mm. I don't know. Pain. 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 <laughs>